1: Today's guest on the A-Game Podcast is my buddy and fellow Sarah Jiu-Jitsu black belt, Rob Loth, also known as Rob Louth. Apparently both are completely accurate, so whatever you want to call him, you can find him on Facebook, Rob, R-O-B, Loth, L-A-U-T-H. His Instagram handle is at Rob Loth, R-O-B-L-A-U-T-H. And more importantly, he is doing something that I found extremely interesting that he's going to be making some big waves in the healthcare industry. He works at Huntington Hospital and he's come up with an invention that he's patented with some of the other jiu-jitsu guys to really make a difference in some of the airborne stuff that's going around and things that just the average person never thinks about that once you guys listen to this podcast and realize how much of a need there is for what he has actually actually invented to keep yourself and the loved ones safe when you actually go to visit them in hospitals and schools and all kinds of different things. Somebody's going to grab onto this and it's going to make a complete change in healthcare and education and across the border, I think he's onto something huge, and I really think that that's where amazing ideas come from, is somebody that serves a p- purpose and serves a need for people for the greater good, not necessarily to become rich, but that's how those things happen. So he's a really good guy. He's always been really nice to me. He's an absolute killer, but one of the nicest ones out there, and I think he's got a great invention, and you guys are going to hear about him in the history books one day as a game changer. So I hope that somebody hears this and can pass it on to somebody else that hears this and can really pass it on and get his patent and get his invention in the right hands because this is something that there's an absolute need for and i think it serves a great purpose and i think he's a good guy and uh, i really think he's going to do some big things so he gives his personal contact information at the end of this as well so if you want to reach out to him directly or pass his information, please, onto somebody that can give this to somebody that can do something with it or spread it around. The more people that can be educated about what's going on, why there's a need for this, and how Rob Loft can solve that. I love his tagline. Somebody's going to be first, and there's a need for it. Prove him wrong. So, once again, my buddy in black belt and inventor, Rob Loff. Prove him wrong. I am here with Jiu-Jitsu Black Belt. Rob Loth or Rob Louth, as we've just learned, both of them are actually right. And he's, uh, Skyping in or FaceTiming in or Zooming in from paradise. It looks like back there. He's in Montauk, got some nice senior and a nice day. And we're going to talk some, uh, some jujitsu, probably talk about Hulk smash Harrison a little bit and, uh, yes. some stuff he's working on for inventions and things. So, uh, just talk a little bit about yourself, quick, man. Introduce yourself. I know you're. Uh, I know you're from the jujitsu world, but now we're kind of touching base. That you got some some stuff you're working on in the background.
0: Yeah, Nick. Uh, yeah, from from jujitsu. Actually, most most of the, uh, the the good stuff in my life, even today, has to do with all my jujitsu buddies and my jujitsu beginning. You know, just friendships and stuff that are forged and bond and whatever. And even though. It's only on the mat most of the time. You know, you don't get to spend that life, life stuff with those jiu-jitsu people, but you love them just the same. So that's why I, I can't, uh, I don't know if that made sense, but yeah, that's that's it in a nutshell, man. Truly.
1: Nice, man. Yeah, I, I love that whole, uh, one of the things I've always loved about jujitsu is when everybody's there, everybody's like tight, cool, close-knit groups, and sometimes you don't even know what that person does in their normal life. And it's funny because when you leave there, it's the only place that when you guys leave, you could be best friends and then you go out in the street and you go, oh shit, it's a cop and a robber or like a drug dealer and a <laughs> DD. And they've been best friends for six months and they didn't even know, you know, like yeah. everything else goes aside. People don't care about what you've done off the mat, like what your titles are. If you're a millionaire, if you're broke, if you're a boss, if you're an employee, if you they just care, like, are you a good person? And, like, I'm the, it all shows up there, man. And if you're putting in the work and, you know, you're a team player and you're you're sweating and bleeding next to everybody, you know, people don't judge you on, like, what you have, what your race is, what your gender is. You know, it's you are who you are right then and there, and that's all anybody cares about. And I, I really love that about it, you know. It brings, brings all walks of life together, man, and it speaks the truth.
0: You, you you couldn't have said it any better. I mean, God, that's it. Yep, a lot of times you don't even get to start asking Anything personal, locker room, shower, you're, you're, you're heading out the door, like you said, back to that, your own personal life or grind, whatever it is, be it a millionaire or, 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 or laying a roof for someone. And you don't even, you you're like, dude, I've been rolling with you and no, you know, sharing hard sweat and like all that stuff that you're trying to forget about whatever, whatever. And it's just amazing. Yeah, yeah man, I mean,
1: he, he, even like you were saying, I seen you post some pictures that you're doing jujitsu with uh, with Kevin James. And it's like when he's there, you're just a probably a cool guy doing jujitsu. And if he was there and he was an asshole, you wouldn't care if he was Kevin James. You'd be like, I don't want to train with this guy. You know, it's like who you are then. Like if you're a good dude and you're putting in the work like it, it's cool. Like it's 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 the great equalizer, you know?
0: Yep. Ju- ju- Kevin James is 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 like uh, is the cherry on top. it's secondary. I didn't, like you said, I could have found out after someone would say, Google this guy and be like, oh, if you didn't know, you know what I'm saying? Because you just do his first. Absolutely.
1: Yeah, that's cool, man, which is exactly kind of what it was with you, man. You know, you've always been a good guy and then, you know, I heard, That you're doing all this stuff you got these inventions and stuff going man so i'm really happy to hear that you're doing big stuff and you're working on things and you know i feel like jiu-jitsu guys specifically or you know fighters i guess in general they tend to be a little bit of a different breed that they don't just talk about shit they do it and like you didn't get to your black belt by telling everybody that you're gonna go do jujitsu you got it by going to jujitsu for years and years and years so the same thing like i think a lot of people in life probably have good ideas but they don't follow through with anything. Whereas that's what you're doing, man. So that's part of why I like this podcast. It's just anybody who's going to you know, follow through with stuff and bring their best of stuff and really just go after it. I like talking to, man. So that's what you're doing. And uh, you hit me up. I was at the airport a couple of weeks ago. You started telling me about your invention, man. And I definitely thought it was awesome. So let's dig into that a little bit. Talk about what you're working on and and why you think it serves a purpose. And then we'll start to talk about how it's developing and how we can start to get it out there
0: all right but well, nick i gotta back up the train for two seconds congratulate yeah. i know we got limited time dude i'm no, talking did. to a uh, new jujitsu black belt myself <laughs> speaking of everything by, by the way and you know what uh the best part about it is not it, it takes a long you wouldn't you don't brag about that look at the road you took and 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 you you, you know not to use the term globetrotter but You've been everywhere, you know, but that perseverance, like it says on, on Matt Cyrus Academy, uh, you know, victory belongs to the most persevering. It's a hundred percent. You guys, you said it, you, you, you set out for something, you stick to it to the end, black belt, whatever it is. If, if you, if you sink your teeth into something, most, most people nowadays are not going to see it, see it through. So con- congratulations to you, Nick, by Thanks, the way, man. you deserve it, man. I appreciate
1: it. Awesome. Thanks, man.
0: Awesome. Yeah. I got, I, um, I, I work at a hospital. I work at Northwell Health, actually. I've um, uh, been there for like 13 years, and I am a maintenance guy there. So I, I fix stuff, like everything, and a, and a lot of to do with plumbing and all that stuff. So, you know those snakes that people use to clear out their their toilets? Gross, right? <laughs> They're totally gross. So, But everyone's got them. Everyone needs them. So when you use them, you stick them in. It's got one sole purpose, this snake, is to is to clear a shit pipe. You know, I, I hate to say it. That's the truth. This thing exists only to clear that line. So when it goes in there, it goes like six feet down there, comes out and just drips the remnants of whatever's in that waistline. And at a place like a hospital or, or anywhere, you know, you don't need to have standards through the roof to, to, to realize that that's not a safe practice, anything that drips out of there. So, yeah, I came up with a cover for the bottom of those things, man. It's like a, it's a boot. A little, you know, by design, which is, you know, now luckily patent pending, um, holds on to the bottom of this thing. And the part of the tool that is not supposed to be exposed to those waste or, or the harmful bacteria or whatever, never has to get touched anymore, you know? So I'm trying to um, bring that out to the world, you know, um, Rigid and all these big tool companies, um, the, the makers of the toilet snakes and, and these plumbing equipment, they should and hopefully when we're done we'll redesign the way they even um even make their product because there's no need to have the part that goes in the toilet outside when you're done using it you don't you shouldn't clip something like that on the outside of your tool and then hang it in your basement or your 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 laundry room or anywhere especially in a hospital you know so we covered that thing
1: (laughs) that's awesome man you know i i uh I used to think it's it's probably partly me I'm a little bit of a germaphobe like I was just I just came from uh, jiu jitsu out here in Chicago and I was telling the guy like when I travel with my gi I don't want it to touch anything like I don't like any of my clean stuff touching my dirty stuff and when I used to do construction it would drive me nuts coming home after working on you know you're you're pulling stuff out of the drywall, you know, who knows what kind of crap's in there. And you got all the, you know, all the fiberglass and shit from the insulation. And then you're throwing it in your washing machine and you're washing it with all your other stuff. And, you know, like you said, you have that in your basement now hanging with your kids' clothes and all these other things. So I can only imagine how much more extreme that would be and more liability that would be health-wise in a place like a hospital. When you have all those airborne things and you got people that are, you know, their immune systems are weak and they're breathing in this stuff. It it was something I never even thought about until you said it. And I, you know, I, I know that a lot of people don't do their jobs and a lot of people take shortcuts. and They don't really follow codes and things like that. And I'm sure hospitals are no different than restaurants that are no different than, you know, anything. So that's a place that that could literally be saving people's lives by keeping their their immune system strong and not having them breathing in all that bacteria and stuff, man. So I think that that serves like a huge purpose for for people across the board. You know, I think that that's literally something that could help save people's lives.
0: I think it's huge. Nick, do you – can you work for Snake Trap? I don't know if I could throw that name out there yet because you just summed up – everything is is perfect. Can, I, can we just freeze that and like <laughs> utilize it? Dude, you're hired. Snake <laughs> trap, yeah. Dude, I work for Northwell Health. It's a huge, you know. Obviously, if you heard of it, you know, it's mostly East Coast right now, but uh, it's huge. And uh, the reason I mentioned their name, you know, is because they are a supporter in this. You know, they have given me their their thumbs up support. And um, like I said, it's been piloted at a couple of their places. And you said it: people are in the hospital to get better. They're, you know, it's a hospital term I learned from working there. They're immunocompromised already just from being there. You know, and uh, basically the same goes for all their visitors and, and uh, vendors who are coming in and out of the hospital, you know, their they're risk for whatever, you know, and, and all these terms too, patient experience and everything now, because let's say, like you said, whether it's a, a restaurant, a, a business, a catering, a, a hospital um, patient experience and, and all that stuff weighs in huge. It really does. At the end of the day, you know, everything's based on reviews and everything. So, you know, if you're going to share an elevator with a maintenance guy on your way to go see your grandmother on the third floor, it's better to not know that guy has a a thing that was just six feet down a sick (laughs) person's toilet standing next to you. You know, that's what this boot, And then the idea of this is it caters to all of those things in in healthcare and, and outside, you know, uh, patient experience. It it looks like uh, a person or the maintenance guy's got a broom in his hand rather than, you know, a a really disturbing thing that, you know, covered in shit. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Well, I think a, a great marketing angle there is not even necessarily marketing to the manufacturers or the hospitals but getting that information out to the public because once people realize that that's something I I never thought of it, you know, but exactly like you said, now when people are walking on, like I'm the kind of guy that once I'm aware of something, I can't unsee it. So Mm. if you put that out there in people's heads, they're going to start to think about that every single time. Now, everybody that hears that, that's going to the hospital over the next week, two weeks, three weeks, and they see somebody walking through, it's going to be in the back of their head of like, oh yeah, I just heard that guy say that. Am I getting that? Am I exposing my mother, my grandmother, my kid, my whatever it is that we're going to go see to that? And I feel like it's the kind of thing that can push a little bit of, um, you know, when the public's aware of it, they push back and that public awareness and that public education puts pressure on the hospitals to actually go buy and make sure that they have that product that you're selling, you know what I mean? So it could be like external pressure by educating the public on what's not out there and what the dangers are could create a demand for that product that you put them in that spot that they they literally have to buy it. Like there, there was another guy, I forget exactly what it was, but I was telling you, sometimes I work with Kevin Harrington from shark tank and he, that's what he does, man. man. And and I'm definitely going to pass this on to him and, and get it down the line, but he takes those ideas and he gets them out to the people that really can move it along and make stuff happen. And this other guy came up with like something so crazy that it was like a tray that came out like a couple of other inches for people that go to places and, Like something I've never dealt with, thank God, that he's like, you spill food all over yourself, but this is like a four-inch extender. He's like, And then when the government found out about it, because people heard that that was an option, they were making it mandatory that it was going to have to be in every restaurant in the next five years. Like That's the kind of thing where when I heard your thing, I was like, that's exactly the same idea, that when people go, oh, that's actually an option, and somebody's going to go, that's going to become mandatory that that needs to be used in every hospital in this country in the next five years – and dude, that, that could be huge for you. You know what I mean? And, and that's the kind of shit I, I get excited about is something
0: that, oh, like, Nick, nice. you know. Nick, that is awesome. Yeah, that that is the that is the end game. And and like you said, organically, accidentally. I, I I wasn't, you know, I was just thinking, listen, here's a solution to a problem that not everyone even thought was a problem. Nobody thought it was a problem. Everyone's like, listen, the problem's in the toilet. Let's get that clear. But the problem goes beyond the toilet, you know, as we just talked about it, it, you know, that thing that you solved one problem with is now turned into another problem. And I came up with a solution for that problem, but it, it wasn't even overlooked. These hospitals dot their I's, cross their T's. They are standardized and they don't mess around. You know, is this, was this something that, that is an overlooked, whatever, a little, you know, um, you know, it's, it's a crumb on the big spectrum of healthcare, but let's face it, it, it's, it's infection control. It's all, it's all these things that you, you said, you know, you can't unsee this now, you know, and that's the moment, that's the end game to get a, to get a standard, uh, um, a mandate, you know, and we're working towards that. So, so that any place that has to um, uphold to department of health, uh, you know, a joint commission, any kind of, um, you know, and it's, that goes for restaurants apartment buildings school districts um you know any any place that's public you know um and has a couple of these things in there for for maintenance reasons it's got to be covered you know it has to be so that's the that is the goal you know and like you said pressure from outside you know somebody has to be first in a lot of things in life and this is my Slogan, as I was talking to the um, upper echelon of Northwell Health, uh, like I said, super supportive of the whole idea. They pride themselves on leadership. And this is a great opportunity for somebody to lead the way somebody has to be first, you know. So uh, is it going to be a school district? Is it going to be who's going to say, you know, is it going to be Lowe's or Home Depot? uh, putting them in the aisle and and the public just saying, listen, I got one of these in my house. I'm going to cover it. Uh, or, or should a hospital roll it out? You know, I'm working with Stony Brook, uh, Stony Brook University now. And their small devel- uh, development center, small business development center is uh, kind of taking over. We just, like I said, filed for um, LLC, where, where we got a Duns and Bradstreet number and, and, and all the stuff. So we're recognized as a, as a business now, Snake Trap. And uh, we're going to see what, you know, we're going to test the plastics. We're going to test... Uh, Everything to get it 3D printed and made in, in bulk as cheap as possible for for the reason it's the need. The need is out there, you know?
1: That's awesome, man. And, you know, I, I think that that's really, that's the cool thing. It's, it's you weren't trying to come up with something that, hey, how do I find a way to become a millionaire by just inventing something? You found uh, something that was a problem and you found the need for it. And, and like, that's where I think the best things come from. You know what I mean? That's where a true million idea is. It's not from creating something to make money. It's creating a need and solving a problem for the general public. Yeah. And then when people go, oh, cool. And like the gravy on top, like you said, you know, it becomes a great business model, but it's also something yeah, that's man. serving a public need, a public health. You know, and I'm, I'm a big believer too. And you know, I can always forgive if somebody doesn't know, like sometimes I'll be like, man, this, can you believe this guy's doing this stuff? And they're going, well, I mean, Did you tell him that what he did was messed up or you didn't like that? Like he might not even see it like that because people have different perceptions. So I like, like, okay, look, we're having the conversation. This is my fault, but now you know. And then once you know, if you don't do it again, once you know, now it's shame on you and now I have a problem with it. So I feel the same thing like with the health, like not to go too off track, but like car dealerships, you always, and I don't know if this is true, but I hear the stat all the time that like they do this market research and they go, you know what we have, 10,000 defective cars in our million dollar line, but to recall them is going to cost us X or is the lawsuits Mm -hmm. for the people that are going to die in these is going to be Y Uh It's going to be cheaper to pay deaths than it is to pull the cars back. And I feel like that's probably a way that with the public pushing on the hospitals, if they didn't know, okay, but if they did and they were like, well, yeah, we could do that, but it's going to cost this. They're not going to be able to get away with that once people are aware of it. So I love the, that's the beautiful part about the internet,
0: man. Like
1: people aren't going to be yeah. able to get away with bullshit as much when when they really yeah. see what's
0: affecting them, you know. Yeah, I got to utilize that that more because it 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 is true. I've I've done a ton of surveys. You know, at first, you know, they were asking me, I'm like, how do you change a standard? How do you introduce a new standard? How do you? Do? And they're like, you don't just shove it down your throat, people's throats. Even though we're a giant, you know, healthcare system or. Um, you, you, you got to do it with data and all that stuff and research. So I went out and they asked for like 40 or 50 surveys, you know, and it was so easy to get surveys back from people who strongly agree that, listen, that's a problem. I didn't even think about that. But now that I know it, it's a problem I got. So I got up to like 450 and I'm like, I have to stop. I don't know what I, you know, I, it just kept on going. Cause like you said, the public probably is, 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 is stronger than we think as far as, um, propelling stuff you know it's 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 huge
1: yeah man that's awesome so again i love like we were saying earlier you know dude, was so-
0: that hulk i think hulk just surfed by <laughs> i don't know where he's going is that harrison back there big green redheaded i had, to, I had to shout him out there do you see that green dude on this on the wakeboard <laughs> uh, i didn't see him
1: <laughs> That's funny, man. But uh, you know, speaking of Hulk, d- definitely, you know, good people, good dudes. You know, Matt Sarah always says water finds its own level. So I love the um just the the contacts that I've made over the years for different people. I'm like somebody knows a guy who knows somebody and you know, it's just a great group of people and the sense of community at the jujitsu level of, of helping each other and putting things together. And, you know, it's different because other people in life that they ask for things and sometimes they're looking to take and drain. Whereas I really feel like with the community of jujitsu guys, everybody's really willing to help and it doesn't feel like a burden. You know what I mean? Like I really enjoy being able to give you an outlet. Like, I hope it just does something good for you, man. You know what I mean? Like, so we were talking about it, that you were saying some of the key players and getting this out there. Are guys that you know from jiu-jitsu so you know talk about a little bit of what the progress is right now with where you're at with this invention and some of the, the roles and some of the guys that are getting this out there for you
0: what was that matt what was that matt saying the water finds what finds its levels yeah water what finds, finds its so own level yeah i i, I still uh, i don't train at that academy anymore but speaking of jiu-jitsu i still text that guy um as often as it's necessary or warranted, or when I feel it enough, I don't even know if he's going to respond, and he always does. The guy, the guy, what he did, and he he created a group of people that you're mentioning now that that are so magnanimous. I don't even know. My wife a teacher; she's probably laughing at the same word I have no business using. But I heard it one I heard it once used, and it means like you know, very very selfless people, you know, and. Yeah, I do feel good about what I'm working on because it's not its not greed-driven. You know, it, it's that wasn't the soul, but it's not greed-driven. And, and every step and dot that I've connected on the way to right up to talking to you now, yeah, it's all to do with jiu drive, self-belief and all. You know, Hulk introduced me to a buddy of his – named Rob Depa, who's, you know, who's my partner on this whole deal. He was a guy I didn't know out of the blue, not nothing except an introduction. And Hulk said, why don't you two should talk? That was it. That was, I think four years now, him and I have been hammering on this together. You know, uh, and we got Jeffrey Baravarian, who's has nothing to do with, with what I'm working on, but somebody said, I think he messes around with 3d stuff or whatever. I, I, Reached out to him. He he didn't even think twice. He's like, let's meet and talk about it. Jiu-Jitsu. Uh, okay. Joseph Gross, an, a newbie at Jiu-Jitsu. Awesome. He, he works for uh, an awesome patent firm. He's like, I'd love to talk to you. He helped Super me file nice my professional. Such a nice guy. He, yeah, he really sat nice down in, in, in his office and helped me file my provisional on my own because i couldn't afford you know I, I couldn't afford to pay for a real provisional i couldn't afford patent at that time i just said let me buy myself whatever it's like 11 or 12 months of protection he, he walked me through. he didn't have to do that you know it is all yeah jujitsu <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's 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 everything that's good in my life my balance my 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 outlet my my home life, my daughter, my, my obsession with making stuff in the garage and beach wood. It's all, it, there's, there's a Zen that jujitsu gave me that I never knew lived in me and it's awesome. It's really awesome, dude.
1: (laughs) It it really brings, you know, everybody's got their darkness, but I, I've seen it over the years really help shine a light and contain that. Not that everybody doesn't have it, but I mean, even me, man, I'm coming off like a, a pretty serious, like neck injury. And when I wasn't able to train, I just felt like everything was exponentially more stressful and I didn't know how to get it out. And sometimes just, you know, going down, I didn't get to train that much or that hard when I was in New York a couple of weeks ago, but just being on the mats with like all my, like my brother and, and Hulk and Patton and Gersh and Matt and like, you know, all those guys and then being at the barbecue and getting, you know, listening to, the, you know, they, funny just funny guys. Like the day after I get a... Uh, you know, everybody's texting me like, "Hey, man, congrats on your black belt." And then I get a call from Billy Tats, and he's like, "Look, man, I didn't want to be the one to tell you this, but you know, Matt's embarrassed. There was a mix-up at the barbecue yesterday. They're gonna have to take back the belt." And I was like, "Of course." You know what I mean? Like, he's just such a dick, dude. But uh, you know, yeah. I love them, man. You know, it's like those are that's that's the guys, man. You know, I, I it's it really is like big brothers. You know, you, then you got your little, but it's, it's awesome, man. There's just, there's nothing like it. Like I go there in the morning sometimes to the 6 a.m. class with my brother and I wind up sitting there until four o'clock in the afternoon, just, you know, talking to people and listening to guys tell jokes and watching. It's it's awesome, man. You know what I mean? And I, I love that. And even, you know, just it, it's across the board, man. I train all over the country and it's yeah, so I mean, rare that absolutely. I go somewhere and I'm like, man, that guy was an asshole. Like and just, <laughs> right,
0: so rare, man, you know, like, you know, like, what see, is like, you what is that? It's jiu-jitsu. Matt, Matt, another Matt says it. it uh, he's like, jiu-jitsu is the ultimate douchebag filter. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, like that's a Matt. He says it all the time. He goes, you know, even if you come in that way, you're not lasting that way and staying here or staying anywhere really in jiu-jitsu. It changes you. You know, yeah. uh, you don't change it really. It changes you. And, and Tats, man, what a king ball buster. Awesome. I'm in a thread with him and a bunch of guys, and and when it's semi serious or someone has something happen or whatever, he'll float out something that's so absurd. But he also has got a heart in there. That yeah. giant tattooed monster is a big heart dude. You know, you know, don't he doesn't want anyone to know that, but he's yeah. he's all love. For you.
1: <laughs> no, he's funny, man. I'll t- I'll text you a picture he sent me the other day because it was funny. Uh, you know they were cool. We went out to eat, and then I-, I had to go out to Florida. And he's like, "Oh, we came out to take you out, and now you're gonna go disappear to Florida." And I was like, "Dude, I- I'll send you some Mickey ears. Calm down, asshole." You know, like, and then uh, so I, I mailed them to him. And he sent me a picture uh-huh. yesterday with the Mickey ears on, like, give me the fingers. You know, he's a good guy. He's like, oh, he's like, oh. he's like, you're lucky now. I don't have to beat you. But, dude, he tortures me when we were all. To- like, not only does he just tap me out over and over again, but he verbally abuses me while he
0: does it. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like It's unbelievable. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, but look, you're cracking up over it. Well, think yeah, about what awesome. you just said. I mean, no, people who don't get it don't understand. Like, you know, you know, beating the crap out of you, talking to you, and then, you know, and then you're going to go out grab a drink or something you know like they don't if you don't get it you don't get it but everyone needs to get it just like that that you know the public gotta find out about the uh the snake trap that's good i don't want as much as i want everyone to find out about jujitsu. you know it's like so awesome it's so awesome man yeah the world would be a better place if everyone was more. More
1: that way, yeah, man. It's it's good stuff. So, what what's the next steps, man? What what are we looking at? You got the patent pending. You got uh, the three D printer stuff going. You got your your DMB number. You got your LLC stuff. What what is it? Marketing? Is it manufacturing? Is it selling it to a, a big company? Promoting it? Like what 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 are the next steps?
0: Yeah, the next the next steps, Nick, are just like all the other steps. Uncharted territories. I have no idea exactly, but yeah. You know, we we need to get some interest aside from the obvious and and public, you know, thumbs up. We need to get some interest from people who are who who would back something that you know potentially could be a lot bigger than than just for healthcare. And and let's face it, if it is just a, a niche for for healthcare, that's still a pretty big big win. You know, um, multi
1: billion dollar industry, yeah. man. I mean, that's a <laughs> There's no small wins business-wise if you get something in the healthcare circuit, man, that's huge.
0: Yeah. So luckily I, I, the next steps are, I got to keep on. I'm luck, uh, an ear, nose and throat surgeon. Awesome duties. The New York state legislator. Actually, he's a kick-ass doctor for Arlington hospital. And he's the New York state legislator for district 18, William Spencer, uh, doc, everyone calls him. I sat in his office. I, I, I emailed him too. uh, uh I'm like you got 5 minutes to talk to a maintenance man and he was very nice he's like yeah man let's let's go so I sat in his office I told him the idea he loved it he wanted to see it work he wanted to see a prototype and he then set up some next steps for me um to to sit with the um Nassau Suffolk Hospital board president and uh he, he, stuff like this to try to pass that mandate, to try to get the the awareness on that level to say, Hey, what needs to happen for, you know, hospitals to code this, you know, to make this, you know, kind of a standard issue. Like if it goes and has a contact with the waistline, it needs to be handled, cared for and transported in a certain way. No ifs, ends or buts. So that's, that's the next step. Getting people interested and talking to the companies like rigid who, who, you know, they've, They make tools. They make these snakes that that people use. Anyone that might be interested, you know, finding out which plastics are going to work, doing all this stuff, making a nice, nice, nice run at saying, guys, here's a package that everyone should look at. Tell us all what you think, and then who who wants in. You know, that's what we're working on. At the end of the day, Nick, you know, you look at that and the water and the ocean, and, and, you know, I'm not one of those crazy – Tree huggers by any means. I don't even know if that term is offensive or whatever. But I'm listen, a- I like, yeah, dude. You see, cats would eat. So, but I don't like this knowing that we, we're fucking this up slowly but surely. You know, you, you know. So if I can do my part here or there, I'm gonna do my little part it is what it puts at the end. I would like to make this thing compostable, you know, uh, out of cardboards, you know, what did they make like Chinese food takeout? Yeah, that holds some oils, oily MSG filled noodles and stuff, you know, and that goes in the garbage. That doesn't leave a footprint, uh, hospitals, anyone would be interested in that. So that's, that's the ultimate end game. So hopefully Stony Brook, small business development center, and those guys over there, which I hear they're doing huge things. They want to be like the East coast, Silicon Valley. That's, uh, they got, they got something good going on over there and they're interested in trying to, you know, why wouldn't they want to try to make it not plastic? You know, if it, you know. Yeah. No, so man, I think that's good. awesome. Yeah.
1: yeah, man. The the journey of a million miles starts with a single step, man. So you're, I mean, you're, you're doing all the right things. And, you know, again, I, I, you know, I, I never know, but I'm always happy to pass it to people I know that can pass it to people that can make a difference, man. And you just, I felt like that's the game. It's, it's just it's not necessarily who you know, but who's having, you know, you pass it to this guy who passes it to that guy on the right day. And that's, that's where things come bank So for sure, like, um, you know, I make promo clips off of these podcasts and then I, I like, I pay for promotions to put them out there for certain demographics and things like that. So, um, I'll definitely pick your brain for when I'm putting the promotions together of who we can market it to. So when they're on their Instagram or their Facebook feeds, it'll pop up. So, I mean, if there was like a, and we could do a couple of more of these to promote out there too. Like, I'm happy to. But if you were going to give like a one minute, one and a half minute pitch that I was going to snip and pop out there, how would you summarize why somebody should click on listening to you talk longer about this or, you know, look into more of what you're doing? Like, what's the need? Give a, give a quick, like, like, 60, 120 second commercial.
0: <clears throat> Yeah, simply simply put it, it is a simple solution to an overlooked problem, inside and outside of, of of healthcare. The the key, the key market, or the key people that I'd want to really concentrate and and hear this from from another angle, from from another angle, aside from the guy who works there saying, "Hey guys, I got a good idea." I would like them to know that it's not just the guy and the 400 people in the survey and and, and, uh, other family members and friends and everybody, there is no downside to this idea. Zero. So anyone listening, I would want them to really uh, listen more and to do that, like that, that meme that's out there now, there's no downside and we need this prove me wrong and sit there, you know, not to sound like that, but, but with this, I I have invested so much time and energy and thought and, and most of why I'm here talking to you still almost seven years later, Nick, is because I can't talk myself out of it. That's what I, I can't, you know, it's, it's not that I'm just that thick headed and, and prideful on my own. I can't talk myself out of it. And there is no, there is no negative. I want people and big companies who do A, B, and C so well, so well to not forget that the whole shooting match ends with X, Y, and Z. You can't do A, B, and C like a, like a rock star kill it and as it gets down the line and closer to the end all right that's not the important you know we got bigger fish to fry blah 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 but anyone should really remember it's it's the whole shooting match if you're going to be the leader uh, if you're going to set a standard you you got to You got to look beyond uh, the first couple steps of of public opinion, you know, and it is no one when you think about a hospital, you think about nurses, doctors getting better, getting healthy. You don't think about what's down that hallway where the maintenance guys go and what comes out of that closet, you know. Uh, But now people are. And that's that's really if anyone's listening, you know, we can make something happen here with this. This idea that's already got legs. I just need some help, you know. I
1: love that, man. And if I were you, I'd put a lot of marketing into that too of like, whatever, wherever you pitch this, I would literally end it with who's going to be first because somebody's yeah. going to be and everybody wants to be the one who like, like you said, man, Lowe's doesn't want Home Depot to pull the trigger before them. you know. And then this hospital doesn't want this hospital because now then it starts to be, well, if I'm going to bring my kid or my grandmother somewhere and I hear that that place doesn't have literally like fecal stuff running around, I'm going to go there and then the other place goes, well, if they're going to have it, I, you know, it's it's exactly like you said. Yeah. Somebody's going to be first and then when somebody has it, everybody's going to have to have it, you know? So I think it's awesome. I, and anything I could do to help push it, you know, I'm on board. I support it. I, you know, obviously I think you're awesome and I think what you're doing is awesome. And, you know, that, that's where great things happen, man. So happy to help any way I can. How do people contact you to find out more, whether there are people that want to get it or pass it on, or even if anybody hears this and just knows somebody who knows somebody that would be a great contact for you to take this further and get it in the right hands, how can they reach out
0: to you and keep this fire going? Yeah, I would I would assume just give my my cell phone number. Like, call me. I don't have, uh, I'm not good at that Instagram stuff yet, but I am working on it. I'm trying to, I'm trying to do that because it's huge. It's huge. So I'm going to get that going. But Rob, Rob Loth on Facebook or, uh, or at Rob Loth on Instagram, not sure. I will send you text, Nick. I don't know, to, but 631-813-3433. Hi. Text me, you know, man. <laughs> or I don't know. Nick, I'm very appreciative. Very, I'm uh, I'm I'm talking to one of the best people that I wish I knew better. That's oh, thanks, the only man. way I can sum it up. I wish, I I know you through people who know you, and it, everything's true. Everything's true.
1: I appreciate that, man. Likewise, you know, uh, again, Gersh, Hulk, everybody, man, everybody says great stuff about you. I've had nothing but great interactions with you. And then for anybody listening, if they just click on the show notes, I'll have your contact information so they could just send it right to you. And I'm going to, I'm going to cut this and I'm going to send it out to my guy to send to Kevin Harrington and we're going to make something happen with this, man.
0: Nick, I'm, I'm psyched. I like watching everything you do. And I, uh, thanks, dude.
1: Definitely, man. Will you enjoy paradise back there, my man? Have a great time. If you see the Hulkster, tell him I said what's up. And uh, yeah, man, let's keep in touch. Let's make something. We'll, we'll make He's probably something in,
0: in Ditch planes right now. I'll, if I see him, you're getting you're getting a, you're getting a call.
1: I love it, man. We'll enjoy the rest of your weekend, man. Have a great Labor Day and uh, and good luck with everything, man. I'll see you again soon.